The following is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. This is the bulldozer Matt Tremont, and you're listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. It's me, it's me, it's Whole Milk Mike, and joined with me as fucking always... What's up? It's your boy, it's Avenging Ben. See what we did there? See, yeah, we mixed it, was, it up this week. We mixed it up, but guess what? This we, week, have a, we have a special guest. We're not alone, because straight from the historical Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast, it is... The salty one, Cameron Sinclair. Yeah! Let's get you- this show rolling. <laughs> okay. So how you doing tonight, Cameron? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Yeah, we're doing as good as can be. I just have my dinner and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to record a new episode. Yeah, everything's going good. The Chicago Cubs won the World Series, but yeah, what can you do? The end is nigh. <laughs> the end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking one away. The end is nigh. Oh my god. Yeah. The nah. end is nigh. The end is nigh. Run away. The end is nigh. Oh my god! Literally, the moment somebody told me that the Cubs won, I was—that's literally all I could think about. Just when this year couldn't get any fucking weirder, of course the Cubs win the World fucking Series for the first Let time in like a hundred years. <laughs> now that's all like the Indians fans who were complaining the other night. Let me play you a sad song on the world's smallest violin. <laughs> Oh my god, so, I take it, Mike, how are you recovering from your throat injury at Hell in a Cell? Uh, no comment. No comment? Oh my god. For those not in the know, Ray Raimundo kicked Once my again. ass, kicked his ass, and kicked <laughs> Matt's ass for the second time, and laid us, laid us out laying on the floor of my friend's apartment building, and then just left. He had trouble getting through the door, but he left. Ben, you're such a silly willy. I know. Only if you guys brought the soda. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we, we were live streaming the whole night. You, you're the one who was calling us. Like you were, you, were on the, uh, you were on the chat for our live stream, and you were like, you guys live in New York, and you order Domino's pizza? Yes, that was me. <laughs> and thank you, Cameron, by the way, for joining us. No, fuck you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinker Street! It's it's not, it, oh god it, it's like it's like we went back in time to the old heel turn days, the old days the the olden days of the heel turn wrestling podcast brought to you by Pings, Mister Pings. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. Uh. So this this is a, right. This is a fucking wrestling show. So let's talk about some wrestling. Did you? So we saw Hell in a Cell. Uh, Cameron, did you see Hell in a Cell? Yes, I did. Uh, in, and what, in and, and what was your overall thoughts of it? I mean, there is some clips that I missed because I was, I don't know what I was doing, honestly. But, I mean, I was kind of upset that um, that uh, Sasha lost. I, I don't know. There might be mm. more that you guys know since I don't watch the product full time. But I'm like, I'm watching it, and I saw the ending, and it kind of looked a little botched. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, what the heck is this crap right here? I wanted Sasha to win, but it seems like WWE has a hard-on for Charlotte. And they just, I don't know. The title keeps going back and forth, and it just doesn't feel that important right now. Blinker Street! (laughs) Jesus Christ. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Literally, we... That entire show, we're 100% on board with it. We were so happy that the that the women got to main event, and then just it was an it was an average. It, 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 it completely fell off a clip of in. It fell I, off I, a we, cliff. We all had high hopes for it. I was so disappointed in it. When it ended, we were all just like, "Well, that well, well, that's well, that was well, that sucked." Yeah. Well, the match wasn't awful. It was just it was nowhere near as good as we all thought it was going to be. Yeah, when they first teased going up to sell, I was thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna do something. But no, then Sasha almost kills herself, like which is nothing new. Which is nothing new. And then the sad part was when they were trying to break the tables, and it didn't break. Like three times, it didn't break properly on two separate tables. Yeah, and then once the ref counted three, the the crowd was like, "Wait, really? Seriously? Are you fucking fucking serious right now?" Yeah, all out of everything that happened. The natural selection, like the shittiest fucking finisher possible, ended it. I think she should have just put the submission on and just made her tap out. Like now, honestly, no, that I wouldn't been, even have done that. That would have been even worse. Happen. She's in her home. You don't have the Daddy. hometown hero tap out in their hometown. Yeah, they make it's her have super. her like you make her have her pass out because of the pain or something like that. Because she was like, she got her ass kicked at the start of it and she got stretchered yeah. off. Do you like have, the Do you like the Bret Hart? Austin ending like like she didn't tap out she passed out in a pool of her own blood or something badass well, like that. well it depends on the certain situation but in that situation I think it I thought it would have made sense for storytelling purposes it would have told a better story it would have it would have built up Charlotte as a better heel and would have built up Sasha as a better babyface which they are failing at making her a good babyface I uh, she's horrible as a babyface I love tables made out of maple beads. <laughs> what the hell is oh god is our dj sending you private messages no 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 no, 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 no. ben we're just having fun but uh, the one thing i want to bring up is that the match of the night was obviously seth Rollins versus kevin owens oh my now, god now going into it i thought it was gonna be a, it was that yeah i thought i suspected it was just gonna be a normal hell in a cell match but these two actually did some fun spots they really did, especially when at the ending of the match, spot of the night for me that made all of us as just a group just grimace and just be like, oh, fuck, was when Seth Rollins got drilled with a pop-up powerbomb through two steel chairs. That yeah, looked uh, it sucked for him, man. Yeah, silly willy. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, that looked like it murdered him. I am deathly afraid every time Seth Rollins does that running toss move he does, because I am genuinely afraid, especially with a guy the size of Kevin Owens, because I'm genuinely afraid his knee is just going to tear again. Yeah, I thought the same thing with uh, Sasha Banks was doing the kip-ups on the Hell in a Cell with Sasha. (laughs) Ah, Ben's a silly willy. Yeah, he's such a silly willy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Oh shit! Really? I couldn't no. even tell. Wink. No. Oh my god. But yeah, so like overall, I thought Hell in a Cell was a good show. I just didn't think like it was good. But who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, nothing really that important came out of it. 
I will tell you one thing, though. The one thing of the night that I was a surprise, even though I, I predicted it in jest, but I didn't really think it would happen. We'll segue into talking about Monday Night Raw through this. We're kind of going out of order. But the one thing I found odd was they let they let uh, Brian Kendrick walk away with the Cruiserweight Championship. My mistake, the Brian Kendrick. That was a I surprise mean, well, for Cameron, me. Yeah, uh, Cameron, do you have any comments to say about that? I said I like Brian Kendrick, but I'm a huge fan of TJ Perkins, and I don't know why. That, that yeah, like I well, I because I, I, I don't really watch Raw or SmackDown anymore. Like I read, I like I watch the reviews that I, I read about it, and like people kept saying that um that Brian Kendrick was gonna lose, and I, I mean win the title, and I'm like, why would he do that? And then because it just didn't make much sense to me that he just won the title. But then I was watching it, and I saw TJ Perkins lose the title, and I didn't understand why. Because the Cruiserweight division is bombing like crazy on Raw right now. If there was an announcement earlier this week that they're going to give the Cruiserweights their own show on Tuesday nights. Yeah, that just shows you that it's a failure. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, because not- Monday Night Raw is being a failure, and it should be called Monday Night Maple Bean. <laughs> it should be. It would be yeah. At least it would be more creative. But point yeah. Point, it's bombing. TJ PB. Yeah. <laughs> Toe Jam Perkins. <laughs> TG, TJ, PB, and J. Oh. I, I love TJ Perkins, but ever since he's debuted in, on Raw, his he just sucks. He's, like, he's, not, con- he, he's not connecting with the crowd at all. I like when he, com- en- when he comes I like out, it, I like his entrance in his theme song. For no, his, his entrance is so fucking good. It's 8-bit video game music. It sounds like Dr. Wily's Castle from fucking Mega Man 2. It sounds great. In fact, I love him. I love Rich Swan. I love Grand Metalik. Where the fuck are Noam Dar and, uh, and, and, and Jack Gallagher? Weren't they supposed I like- to yeah, I like that ginger guy. Hold on, like the Englishman. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack out. Jack out. Yeah. I'm. It's such a good theme song. I'm just like they don't. He's so bland on the microphone, and he's so boring. This is the guy. Oh, Jam Perkins. Oh, Jam Perkins. I'm like, Blake, where's Jack Gallagher? I wanted to see more of that dude. He was great. Yeah, how many how many cruisers do they use? Six? Like, let's see. They're using TJ Perkins, Rich Swan, uh, Cedric Alexander. Alexander, Drew Gulak, Sin Cara. Oh, wait, yeah. Swan. Swan. This guy. This, that, I love Rich Swan's theme song so much. Can you hand? Hey, Cameron, can you handle this? Can you handle this? No. You can't see because it's audio, but I'm dancing to that right now. Of course. Oh wait, are these guys? Like I've, um, I haven't been. I watched NXT because of the sanity thing because I thought that was really cool. But are these guys on NXT two every week? Yes, they yes. are. Yes. Actually, funny you should mention that. We'll talk about NXT in a little more detail later on. But the cruiserweights are pulling double duty, and a yeah, big whichever, example whichever of that. Ones, yeah, whichever ones don't show up on Raw, you'll see them on NXT. They are double double booked. Except for, again, Noam Dar and Jack Gallagher, who were announced like weeks ago to be a part of the roster. We announced them on this show. They were listed in the list that we saw, but yeah, they're still not there. And like every other week, every week it's a one-on-one match between Brian Kendrick, TJ Perkins, or some other guy. And then it's a tag team match every week. They're only building one storyline at a time with these. It feels 
completely detached from the rest of Raw. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's not what the Cruiserweight Classic was supposed to be, which mm-hmm. is a very sad thing to see. Yeah, this does, no. like, this, does deva- this doesn't devalue how good the Cruiserweight Classic was. I can still go back and rewatch any of those matches and still have a good time, but I'm like, yeah, they really only work if they have their own show or whatever. And it's like, you don't introduce these guys. You don't give any of them video packages or anything like that. Rich Swan is the only one who's legitimately over with people because he dances. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, uh, what, since this is the first time you're on the show, what did you think of the Cruiserweight Classic? Oh, it was amazing. Like, they're really, like, out of the entire, out, obviously, Matt, some matches were better than others, but, like, there yeah. wasn't really one, there wasn't really one match I could say, man, that sucked. But uh, my favorite match out of the entire show was probably Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, just because of... Oh, that match was so good. Just because of the pure storytelling aspect of it, and just, I don't know, it was was just a good match, and I just, like, I don't know why. Match of the tournament for me would have to be a solid tie between uh, the final matchup, Grand Metal League versus TJ Perkins, and Kota Ibushi versus Cedric Alexander. That was such a good match. Yeah, I liked that one. I liked the Kota Ibushi against Kendrick when uh, Kendrick did the burning hammer. Oh that, was, oh, that was so good. But yeah, it's just a shame that they're not going anywhere on Monday Night Raw. Speaking of, let's, we're not going to talk about all of Monday Night Raw just simply because there's not enough time and there's too much stuff. But I'm going to bring up the one thing that I am sure is going to piss off Mike, more than anything else, what happened to the what happened to the club on Monday night? Who's the oh. president of Raw? Uh, John, John F. Kennedy was such a good president. <laughs> I have no clue what that means, but for weeks now, Mike has been complaining that the club have been jobbed into oblivion. But at Hell in a Cell, they finally get a decisive win over Enzo and Cass. They win, and me and yeah. Mike. We both look at each other and we're like, you know what? They've had a rocky few months. Maybe this is them finally booking these two correctly and not making them clowns anymore. And what do they do? They, they turn put, they put Luke Gallows in a trick-or-street fight. In a trick-or-street fight with Enzo Amore, who is dressed up like Buzz goddamn Lightyear. Which he looked retarded in. And here's the, mom- here's the moment I realized they're done. They're when done. the camera zoomed in, when Luke Gallows had to put his arm in the p- bucket to put an apple in his mouth. Oh, my God. It's like, really? <laughs> you just what, like, did, what did Gallows and Anderson do to piss off the gods? Just, like, did they fart in the same they elevator? Just, did, as the, tri- it turns did they out, fuck, like, they just, did they just fuck Vince someone they weren't supposed and, to? No, oh Festus God. just brings back bad memories for Vince, so he's punishing him because of it. <laughs> You are, you are fe- you are Festus, goddammit. You job. <laughs> you are Festus, goddammit. Now you're gonna job. But yeah, they were made a complete joke of. It was complete bullshit. Speaking of complete bullshit, Goldberg was on Raw. Man, he looked like an old bastard. He oh my really- god. Okay, I will admit, seeing Goldberg do a spear and a jackhammer was kind of cool. But then... I pull off the nostalgia goggles. I pull off the, like, oh, my God, this dude's supposed to be a big motherfucking badass. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this dude is about as old as my dad. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
God. Did this is is this whole Goldberg thing doing anything for you guys? Were were either of you around to see his era? I assume not, right? Define no. era like him in WCW. Yeah. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't grow up watching. I didn't grow up watching him, but I went back and watched his stuff. But like, yeah, do I, you as a modern wrestling fan honestly, with though, like I modern sensibilities? Like how like do you think like he's actually <laughs> do you think like he's actually talented or do you think he's like limited? Uh he's limited. He's definitely limited. Yeah. If go back and watch any Goldberg match ever, it's the same thing. He dominates, maybe the guy gets about five seconds of offense in on him, Goldberg clotheslines them, puts him in the corner, Irish whips them, jackhammer, spear, the end. Well, let's let's look at who Goldberg faced in WCW. He faced. A I guy think Goldberg is like, juicy. He faced that a is, guy. Th- that is true, but he also faced people like Hulk Hogan, Sting, Diamond Dallas Page, guys who carried him to good matches. Say whatever you want about Hogan; he knew how to carry a match. And when he came to WWE, he was completely fucked. He was yeah. fucked. He no, he, they... he first feuded with The Rock, then he immediately went into a feud with Triple H, which killed. Any momentum he had to make a big splash. And then he had that god-awful match with Brock Lesnar. But oh. this Goldberg now, it's kind of funny because when he starts cutting promos, it's always like, well! And then he just starts talking his normal shit. And then, think I wasn't, I didn't know that he was going to be here, but Paul Heyman was on Raw. Yeah, which, and he Which, teased. thank God, to make up that fact that of last week's promo. Oh, but, God, that was so embarrassing. But thank God he was here because at this point... Paul Heyman's talking shit, and he teases that Brock Lesnar is there, and of course, Avenging Bed falls for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one douchebag in our chat who's like, "Holy shit, Brock Lesnar is here!" But then Mike is like, "No, he's not." He's like, he's like "I knew they're not paying him five grand two weeks in a row to have him shut up." No, no, that's not happening. That 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 shit ain't happening. And then there has to be somebody that Goldberg needs to beat up. So who does he beat up? Fucking Rusev, who lost clean at Hell in a Cell. Because why not? Let's 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 just bury him some more. So, just talking, and once again, he gets the fucking what treatment? Goldberg goes to strike him, and immediately they fucking fall down. Yeah. Okay. And it was like then, it was such a botch. And then he recovered it, picked him up for a little bit, and then hit him with the jackhammer, and then Paul Heyman sold the spear very good. He did. I'm surprised. And just because Goldberg was able to lift him up for a jackhammer and was able to do a spear doesn't mean that he can oh, wrestle for more than 10 minutes. There's no, I have no confidence that he can wrestle more than 10 minutes at, at Survivor Series. I have no confidence in that match. Speaking oh, of things I, I have, speaking of things that I have no confidence in, uh, Braun Strowman. But- Braun yep. Strowman won the Battle Royal for one of the final spots on the Team Raw Survivor Series team. And I'm yeah. like, he looked he looked dominant, but I don't know how you can book Braun Strowman without, Dude, without it becoming I, boring. I feel like Vince McMahon backstage is like, fine, we, we can have the cruiserweights on Raw, but I got to have Braun Strowman dominate everybody like it's the 80s again, okay? I, Braun I think, Strowman has some nice pecs. He has a big beard and some nice pecs. Get him in there. And 
and this match was to determine the final spot in the Survivor Series team because early in the night they already announced that Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and Chris Jericho would be a part of it, and Roman and Braun Strowman qualified it. And I predicted that correctly from last week's show because I said it was going to be Owens, Jericho, Roman, and Braun. And later in the night, I I was proven right again, but we'll get to that. But um. The whole spot with Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman reminded me of a certain Canadian from oh the Royal Rumble God. 2004, if you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. And it was very scary and kind of <laughs> kind of sent goosebumps <laughs> on my arms because I was like, it's Halloween and they're imitating a dead person. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. That is kind of weird. Yeah. Thanks, WWE. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of this dead person. Yeah, even though classic. you didn't mean to. Oh, my God. Shut up, Cameron. Yeah. That was not a classic. <laughs> but, yeah, Braun Strowman dominates again. But moving on to something else that's legitimately depressing, what happened to Bailey on Monday night? They are completely fucking up Bailey. I, I don't think so because what I'm well, she's a lo- is- She's losing all the time. They're putting her well, in that's, feuds. That, that's the point. She's a baby face. She's the underdog. Yeah, but a baby, okay, an underdog and a baby face is supposed to, you're supposed to doubt them, but they're not supposed to lose this much, like a few weeks out, a few months after their debut. Yeah, I'll admit, the booking hasn't been right for her, but she's going against ladies such as Charlotte, Dana Brooke, Sasha Banks, and on Monday she faced Nia Jax, and Nia Jax is on a winning streak, so... What do you do in that situation? I, uh, I guess. I'm just like, I wish that they'd have, they had something else for her to do. Yeah. But I, I think this is leading to Sasha. No, Sasha, Sasha. Fuck. Fuck her. Charlotte and Bailey for WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's what they're eventually building to, which I hope. I hope they book correctly. Yeah, but what do you do with uh, the boss? The send, her to, send her to SmackDown. And fit maker maybe face Becky in Mania. Yeah, that's what I do. And you have the four horsemen on four horsewomen on the same show. Yes. Cameron, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think of the, about the women's division on Raw? Um, the women's division on Raw, I don't think has that much. I mean, I don't think really either show has that much depth because only SmackDown only has like six, don't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, but they're doing a lot more with them. They have Alexis versus Beck. They have Carmella versus Nikki Bella. They have Naomi doing something every week. They have. You know, I understand that, but like, it's gonna get stale after a while if you if you only have six people. But then on Raw, I only like I don't like Nia uh, Nia Jax. I, I the only people I like are Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte. But you can't have a women's division with only three people. I don't know if WWE would ever have done this, but like the way I would have done it is just have the women. Never mind, I'm not gonna say it. I was about, I was gonna say maybe have the women's division on Raw and then the tag team division on SmackDown or something like that. But then I realized that wouldn't make much sense. Well, no, no, no. To go off on that idea, because rem- I remember because when the brand split was first announced, you and me were talking back and forth, and because we're, we're uh, we had the idea of no, don't do the brand split. The roster's not big enough. Because yeah. if you split the rosters, the women, if you look at the women's roster, there's only about 10 at the time. And yeah. 
you were just going to put five on one show and five on the other? Like, how the fuck is that going to make any sense? So, And then they pillage for NXT. That was like, the that was the big issue too is that they killed the NXT women's division. But if you want to save the women's division as like a whole, put them all, all on SmackDown and just have the cruiserweights be on Raw. You can do whatever you want with the tag teams on both show, but make the women a SmackDown exclusive. Yeah. I don't know, but Nia Jax beats Bailey, and so far the Raw Survivor Series team for the women are Nia Jax, Charlotte. Bailey and I believe Dana Brooke, I believe, and maybe yeah. Emelina. Emelina might be added to that. Yeah. Emelina. No, Emelina. Emelina. They're repackaging Emma in a new gimmick. She's Emelina now. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, because uh, the like, there's been they've been showing vignettes of her. Like they keep they take pictures off her Instagram with like her her ass, her tits, basically all those photos, and they're like. Like the Emelina is going to be premiering soon, so I don't know what the fuck kind of gimmick she has now. But we're going to see. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic, but I'm not. I'm not expecting much. Uh, we're going to start wrapping it up with Raw because it wasn't a whole lot to talk about. The one, the big thing to talk about this was uh, instead of Mike, they 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 answered your, they granted your wish. They did not have Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins on Raw, but they had. Chris Roman Jericho Reigns versus, versus Roman Jericho. Reigns on for, Raw. So you had you had Chef. Oh my God, this was a good match. Yeah, I like going in Raw. I like going in Raw. Oh my God! Yeah, this was a good match, but then it ends in a DQ, and then it just starts breaking down. Yeah, and then who comes to save the day? Seth Rollins, and they're teasing the Shield reunion. Yeah, and I believe Seth Rollins might be the fifth person for the Raw male Survivor Series team, but WWE already spoiled it and put a picture of Sami Zayn up. So, that's great. Thanks, WWE. You did it again. Speaking, speaking of spoilers, they already they just leaked today what the main event for your favorite pay-per-view roadblock is going to be. <sighs> what is it? Uh, it's going to be a champion versus champion match. It's going to be Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens, probably. Oh fuck! <laughs> well, I have, I, I'm I'm guessing Roadblock is a Raw pay per view exclusive. I'm assuming yes. So we're gonna have Survivor Series in two weeks. Then two weeks after that, we're getting fucking Cockblock. The next, but the <laughs> and next, then the four next weeks after that, TLC. Yeah, TLC's in like December. It's too much wrestling. Too, too much wrestling. Too much content. Too much, well, it's too not going to help. It's not going to help that they're adding an old, another cruiserweight show. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, another fucking show to watch. So that's Raw on Monday, SmackDown, yes. and the cruiserweight show on Tuesdays. And then NXT Talking on, Smack. You no, they can't. That's can't. That. That's can't. That's canceled. Talking Smack. No, it's canceled. They, like, why would they care? Why would they cancel the best thing going? Because, well, they need a spot for the Cruiserweight show to go, so that's going on where Talking Smack would be. That's so, so stupid. Then why don't you talk- just put... T- what? Okay, let's be honest here. The only people going to be watching the Cruiserweight show are going to be more of the hardcore fans. So why don't you just move the Cruiserweight show back an hour? Because it's not going to really make that much of a difference. I'd understand if it's geared for more little kids, but like 
you're not gonna have like little five and like ten year olds fucking watching that show. Little Billy and Susie are gonna be running to go watch the cruiserweight show on the network. Yeah, and then and the and their parents are paying nine ninety nine. Great. Oh. oh my god, like little Billy and Susie. Who do you like? Uh Lindsay Dorado or John Cena? We like John Cena. Okay, this is not for you. Wrong show. Wrong show, idiots. Oh, we shouldn't judge. You stupid idiot. You just made the list. Stupid idiot. And so brings us to, we're going to wrap up with Raw, but so brings us to the highlight of the past three episodes of Raw. Chris fucking Jericho has been carrying Raw. You just made the list. Yes. He's been carrying Raw on his back for the past three goddamn weeks. How talented is this dude? He's very talented for a guy that's making a fake list get more over than the Universal Championship. Just defend the list. Defend that's, a, the that's, list. A, that's amazing to me. That the defend, list is more over than the fucking belt. Defend the list as a championship. That would be amazing. <laughs> no, put the list in a ladder match. You have to fight for the list in a ladder match. Oh, Jesus Christ. They would do it. They, You know they would. That seems like a... Fucking Vince Russo idea. Oh God! Fucking like Jim Cornette and Vince Russo just arguing about oh. how to book modern WWE. Oh, God, I am only if that could happen. Don't put those two in a room together at this point in time because it would be just two dogs trying to rip each other's heads off over just like a slab of meat. It's just like, bro, let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you how we got to book WWE. We got to get rid of all these little guys. We got to start dressing them all up in costumes and masks. We got to all start having them dance the hobla. Well, Vince, I don't give a fuck what you do as long as you don't put that fat fuck Kevin Owens in there. That man is not going to get anywhere in WWE, and I have no idea why they gave him the universal title belt of the world of the universe. Because I don't like this giggity-goggity bullshit because WWE doesn't know what to do, okay? You don't think you know mo- you think you can hate on WWE more than me, bro? Let me tell you, Sami Zayn is dressing like a goddamn taxi driver, bro. He's looking like he's about to pick me up for a fucking bagel, bro. Looks like a New York taxi driver. I don't agree with you on very many things, Vince, but I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Sami Zayn does not have the body to be in WWE. I'd like a guy like, I I don't know, Seth Rollins. That is Seth Rollins, bro. He's going to kill somebody, bro. I agree with Bret Hart, bro. He's completely dangerous. Totally an unsafe worker, bro. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Keep the... Keep... Bravo, sir. Bravo. Oh, my God. Keep those two out of the room together. Hey, because... hey, hey, hey Ben. Hey, Ben. What? I like tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. So that pretty much does it for Raw. Chris Jericho single-handedly saves every episode of Raw. So we are moving from... Well, hold on, hold on. Do you give Raw a thumbs up or a thumbs down? For this week, honestly, it, it wasn't as bad. This week, I was at least paying attention. It wasn't bad as the week before... It was, and, this the, was, and this was the, the Halloween ho- edition. The Halloween episode of Raw this week was not great, but it was far and away better than the episode before it. Because the episode before that was single-handedly one of the worst episodes of Raw. We all checked out. We all went to sleep. Yeah. I was at least paying and attention. They pulled, and they pulled a horrible rating, too. Oh, but my for God. This, for this Raw, I'll give it thumbs up. I'd give it a thumbs up, too. Because they at least established storylines. Yeah. 
which is a, which is what they need to fucking do. Yeah. So we're moving on to SmackDown, SmackDown Live on Tuesdays, which is always the most the, the better show of every week. And this week, I don't think was any exception. I think this was actually once again the much better show. Yeah. Um. Because the because right now on SmackDown, the main purpose of the show when you tune in every week, it's it's not the WWE title. It's not AJ Styles. It's not John Cena. It's not the Wyatts. It's James Ellsworth. Oh, my God. Cameron, have you been keeping up with this whole James Ellsworth thing? Yes. Okay. What do you think of a good old, uh, good old, uh, the, the no, the no chin wonder known as, uh, James Ellsworth? Oh, it's hilarious. I like, I, I'm surprised WWE's ran with something like this. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, w, like Vince McMahon does not seem like a kind of guy that would, um, I give raw a bleaker street, but, um, that, but, um, with James Ellsworth, Fuck, what was I going to say? <laughs> Bleaker Street? Bleaker Street? No. Um, WWE, it doesn't seem like something they run with because... Yeah. It's too out of left field for them. Like, it seems like something that a indie company would do or something like that. It doesn't seem like something Vince McMahon would do. I agree. Yeah, yeah I think this is a Triple H thing. So maybe that's where it's coming from. Or maybe it's um, one of the writers actually woke the fuck up and was like, hey, I got a good idea. Let's take a guy that was a jobber for one week and let's make him into a monster babyface. And, and I, I, think th- uh, I think it's working I think out pretty well for him. It. It's did, a Ring of Honor guy. I- did somebody fall? <laughs> <laughs> right. He's falling and he He's can't get up. up. He's fallen and he can't get up. Now. Doing okay over there, buddy? Yes. All right, he's he's alive everybody, he's alive. But yeah, just like But yeah, Smackdown every week continues to be entertaining and James Allsworth is a big part of it, but let's just go Go through uh, some of the key things that happened this week. Of course, uh, one of the big things that happened uh, this this uh, this week was um, the continuing uh, storyline between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, which we were shitting on for oh. weeks. Oh. We were shitting on this storyline for weeks, and I have not talked to Mike about this yet. But I kind of like the whole Randy Orton joining Bray Wyatt thing. I think it's kind of cool. Okay. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> Fucking run away. The end is nigh. You just made I have mess. a I have a different opinion on this, but Ben, let me let me let me ask you. Okay. I'm I'm curious now. What the fuck is so appealing about this? It gives it gives Randy Orton something to do. It helps Bray Wyatt look better because he has a guy who can actually win matches now. I don't uh, think it's that believable. Yeah, to me, know, they're uh, to me they're either going to do two things with this. One, they're actually going to keep this going, or two, it, Randy Orton is just fucking with him, and they're gonna and this and he's going to turn on him and like. Then they would do the same. That's the same thing with Daniel Bryan. Though. Yeah, thank you. We, then they just you, be ripping. You even brought off, that up last week. Yeah, they'd just be ripping off the whole Daniel Bryan thing, and I'm like, uh, we'll have to see where it goes. But it was, it's weird. To see, it, weird is the best way I can describe it. It's not really good or bad. It's just kind of weird. 
Yeah, in my opinion, the visual of seeing Randy Orton on the top rope doing his signature pose and Bray Wyatt in the background doing his pose is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but then later in the show we get the, obviously it's when it goes fucking downhill. Oh god. <laughs> Cuz Randy Orton Randy Orton is in the back and he's talking to Bray Wyatt. He goes, "The devil has always been in my ear." And now he pulls the hood off. I'm just going to let him in now. And all of a sudden, his re- his eyes turn fucking red. Thanks, <laughs> cameraman. Thank you for pointing a laser in his eyes. And we're supposed to believe, oh, Bray, Ray, Bray Wyatt just possessed Randy Orton with the fucking devil. Kill me! My kill me! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Blinkers, kill me! Calm down, Blink- milk. Calm down Blinker Street. Milk. Blinker Street. <laughs> Jesus Calm down. Calm and keep, keep some composure. Hey, Cameron, can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you, I asked Mike this like on the third episode, but I'm going to ask you again. Do you know that room that Bray Wyatt is in like every week in his weed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does he bring that with him everywhere he goes? Don't Because it's WWE and it's not real. <laughs> okay, that's a legitimate answer, but I'm like... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> does he just have a black curtain and a fog machine? He just brings. And, and wait, what? Was, and what was uh, Ray Ray's answer? Oh, I think he made. I think he made a portal. <laughs> think he? Hey, I think he made a. I think he made a portal. <laughs> Camera's just like it's fake, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but there's another thing to point out is is that we finally got the SmackDown team for the males. Because we had a Miz TV, TV segment with The Miz and Daniel Bryan. And when they announced that, you knew something was about to... F- you knew the shit was hitting the fan for this one. Oh, and hit, it hit the fan, it did. Tell them what so, happened. So, Daniel Bryan comes out, everybody's cheering, yay. Yes, yes, yes. And The Miz asks him, okay, enough with the yes bullshit. Who's representing SmackDown? And Daniel Bryan gives him the list. His list, not Jericho's. On representing SmackDown will be Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and AJ Styles. Now, that, that's not bad. That's not a bad five. I was kind of thinking John Cena was going to be in there, but no, Baron Corbin will be in there, so fuck it. Miz then goes off because it's like, once again, you're, you're putting me down. You think I'm a horrible wrestler, and then your brain says, yes, you are a horrible wrestler because you're a coward. And then he, they bring up the whole thing about last week. Dolph, uh, Dolph gave him an opportunity to get a rematch for his Intercontinental title, and The Miz walked out. So now this whole storyline of The Miz and Dolph Ziggler is going to keep going because then we get... Dolph Ziggler's open challenge for the Intercontinental Championship. This was actually pretty damn cool, and I like that they're doing this. By yeah. way, can we mention? Can we mention who came out to face? Well, that's Dolph. what I'm about to bring up, because he's been missing for weeks. He makes he makes his SmackDown debut, even though he was already in the WWE. But his SmackDown debut, Kurt fucking Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. When he when his but music stops, started, when Kurt Hawkins is shopping, stop signs. Stop and check him out. I don't know. I don't know what he said, but he said something like that. 
Yeah, like he, he says Haw- he he says random bullshit. It's like Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> exactly. Um, when Kurt is- Hawkins makes a feast, the Doomsday Clock moves three minutes. Yeah, it's like that bullshit. But he comes out. He cuts a promo. He calls Ziggler a loser. And then he's Ziggler. It's time to face the facts. Okay. And and I thought this match was gonna go long. The bell rings. Hawkins turns around. Super, Super kick. kick. Pin. One, two, three. Match ended in five fucking seconds. Wow, you build up fucking Kurt Hawkins for more than two months. Where sh- is Shelton fucking Benjamin? Where is Apollo Cruz? Where is Kalisto? You give a TV spot to Kurt fucking Hawkins. Yeah, I like Kurt Hawkins. I wish they I had like- some job out. No, I found him more likable on Grimm's fucking toy. That- Grimm's fucking toy show had him doing more than this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but... but- Grim's Toy Show is a YouTube channel and not a wrestling company. Kurt Hawkins, I argue. You gotta face the fact. Kurt Hawkins is my nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think we can say. No, no, no. no, no. I will allow that because he didn't didn't use the racial term. He used a stupid little one. I don't know know, know what I'm saying. If anybody's out there listening. He said a less offensive word. Trust us. You gotta hear some of the bullshit that comes out of this dude's mouth sometimes because it is insanity. Cameron controversy. It's salty Cameron controversy. Made the list. Oh, baby. SCC. SCC over here. SCC on the GAWP, baby. Yeah, so Zolf wins. He retains his title, and then the Miz gets mad because Dolph Ziggler grabs the mic and says that he is gonna give an open challenge to any Raw superstar at Survivor Series. I'm at which point, at which point, the Miz gets pissed, gets behind his wife, and fucks off. Like always. Now, if they are doing a SmackDown versus Raw match for the Intercontinental Title. Which Raw superstar do you think Ziggler's going to face? If it was up to me, who he should face? Kurt Hawkins? Not Kurt No, 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 no. no. (laughs) He's on SmackDown. He's on SmackDown. That don't count. Not Kurt Hawkins. (laughs) If it was up to me. Yeah, yeah, Cameron, that's what a a DJ does. He, He just knows how to mess with us. Honestly... Don't laugh at me just because I think it would probably be a good match. Uh, if he wasn't on the Survivor Series team already, I would say maybe Sami Zayn. Well, we don't. Well, we don't know. Wait, why would I laugh at you? That's actually a good match. That, yeah, it's a good match. I thought I. I don't know. I think Rusev in that spot because uh, he doesn't have something for Survivor Series. Oh God! Series yet. Do not do not restart that horseshit. Rusev, Dolph Ziggler. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Yeah, fucking run away. The end is nigh. Ben, Ben, come on. You don't want to see Ziggler and Lana in the backstage area and Lana goes to him. We did did not go all the way, right? We did not go all the way. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. That storyline took up like two and a half months of fucking television. It was goddamn bullshit. 
It wasted Lana, it wasted Rusev, it wasted Dolph Ziggler, and it wasted poor Summer Rae, who deserved way more than that. Where the fuck has she been since that storyline? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I love Lana's moments. That storyline was such goddamn bullshit. I was slamming my head against the couch every time that storyline came on the TV, and I was like, end it, end it, I just want out. Well, I would slam my head on Lana's melons. Oh, my God. I would do that, but, um... See, I would, I would also say Cesaro, but he's involved in the fucking tag team division now, so it's like, ugh. It's like the perfect time for him to be having a singles run, and he's in a tag team. But Cameron, who do you think? If you had to pick anybody on the Raw roster... To face Ziggler, who would it be? Um, who's the Arab terrorist? Our Jin Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Oh no. To... <laughs> I would have okay, to... Cameron. Don't hinder Jinder. Don't hinder the Jinder. Come to Seven Eleven and get your slurpee. <laughs> Don't hinder the Jinder. Oh my God. I... Peace, love, and prosper. <laughs> oh God! The, don't the general say mission wrestling podcast is not racist, people. It's not. Racist. We're not racist, are you sure? <laughs> Although we don't hit the gender. <laughs> we lost so much of our viewership with this episode. The show we, is dead. The show is dead. Holy the shit! End it's is fucking nigh. dead. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking run away. The end is. <laughs> well, but people, we are joking around. We're not dead serious. Come on. Holy little. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You are not helping us. So, Salty Cameron controversy over so here. Wait, so wait, let's, let's review. Ben says Sami Zayn. I say Rusev. And Cameron Sinclair goes with fucking Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Jinder my balls. Don't get the Jinder. <laughs> Jinder my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god I'm dead moving on to the rest of Smackdown let's just get through this part pretty quickly of all fucking things they decided to bring back the headbangers for another goddamn match hey the- hey they were fun the first time and then they came back for a three minute squash yeah Mike, Mike two hours they were two not- hours you can't have time to do anything they didn't they were not fun Michael, was anybody actively rooting for the return of the Headbangers? Well, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't see that because they went to commercial during their entrance. <laughs> Fuck you. Come on, the Headbangers. No. Thrasher. Which one, which one is which? Oh, are you fucking serious? You, you, you're such then, a big fan of them. Which one is which? Well, Moss follows me on Twitter, so fuck you. <laughs> that explains so much. Aren't you a Putin slayer? Only you would hold, only <laughs> you, you would only you would hold having one half of the headbangers as a, on Twitter as a mark of pride. Because I think the other one blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not nah, listen. I'm I poking fun, but they were actually for a three minute squash. They they they, they did fine. And the Usos once again no, are they doing the, the Usos are doing the gangster gimmick because like Rikishi when he had Bad Man. Rik- the Usos are trying to be bad men, but not working. Yeah, it's but they're pussies. Yeah. yeah, the other tag team match was, of course, American Alpha versus. Oh shit! Look, it's the suicide. It's the it's the, it's the Suicide Squad. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, my mistake. Spirit Squad, not Suicide Squad. That would actually be pretty awesome if the Suicide Squad fought American Alpha. That would be awesome. But I'm just saying it was American Alpha versus, oh, shit, it's the Spirit Squad. How weird is it seeing Spirit Squad back on your well, at least two the, the, Well, especially since freaking Kenny talks shit about WWE all the time. Yeah. yeah, I no, literally, it was incredible. We talked, we were talking about how it was like, I you never thought you would see Kenny Dykstra in a WWE ring ever again, and then two weeks later, oh shit, it's Kenny Dykstra. Yeah, I thought he was there for just that one segment, but apparently they reached a deal for WWE for a little bit. So, and besides, WWE needs more talent because right now, the what do they have the Ascension, boo. oh god, Bazako, boo. The hype bros. I like like, guys, I've talked on this show numerous times. I like one of them because he's from Long Island and he went to my high school. I don't like the other one because he reminds me of every douchebag I knew back in high school. Take a guess which is which. Ben, guess what? That that douchebag that you don't like, he's wearing Zubas. Like I, need, like I need any more reason to want Mojo Raleigh to go die in a hole somewhere. Okay. <laughs> that was a but, little uh, uncalled for. If Mojo, but, um, Raleigh, if Mojo Raleigh was on fire on the side of the road, I wouldn't piss on that dude to put him out. That's kind of mean. What the fuck? Oh, my. I thought Cameron was the controversial one. Yeah, that's just rude. But, um, <laughs> oh, you're the guy who called Jinder Mahal <laughs> like the evil Arab. <laughs> Who's the terrorist? No, mother- Who's the I terrorist motherfucker? The, I call him the Arab terrorist. <laughs> like that's even any better. Moving, yes, uh, no shit. American Alpha goes over and they're added to the, <laughs> the evil. No shit, they go over. And <laughs> the evil Arab. <laughs> <laughs> we like, are horrible people. We, we are, are horrible people. <laughs> no, it's like look, look on the bright side. Like, honestly, about Jinder Mahal. Hello, Jinder Mahal. Hello, how you doing? Please let me prosper. Jinder Mahal. But moving on. But the, the whole point. The whole point of these tag matches was for qualifying matches for Survivor Series because you can't just have two normal ones. You have to have a Survivor Series match with five tag teams. Oh Jesus Christ! This is going to be so. A- SmackDown's SmackDown's team looks like he Slater and Rhino. Uh-huh. You have American Alpha, yep. the Usos, yep. and and the Hype Bros. Fuck them. With one more team to qualify, and so far on the Raw team, it's just the New Day. <laughs> the evil Arab. <laughs> but you, you, it's time to st- <laughs> it's time to stop. <laughs> but the main. The main <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! This... <laughs> oh my you done? God! You done? Yeah. Good. <laughs> but um, the main event was once we had a repeat from last week. Main event was Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. If Dean Ambrose won, he will become the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Less said the better. Uh, I'd complain, but this was actually, Mike, much like last week, this was a really good match. Yeah, it, was practically the same, it was practically the same match without James Ellsworth at ringside, but um, James Ellsworth somehow got back in the building because earlier in the night he was kicked out by Dean Ambrose. By the way, the fucking interviewer in the back, what was wrong with her the whole night? She was getting names wrong. She was like, Dean, how do you feel about James Ellis? I'm like, who the fuck is James Ellis? See me, James Ellsworth, you dumb bitch? Okay. 
That's what I mean. Oh, oh my the- God. Cameron, if you look at this woman, she's the ring announcer for NXT. Backstage interviewer? Not a cup of tea. No. Not at all. Not at all. She was calling people by the wrong name. She was, she was standing in the wrong position. Like, Dean Ambrose was in the back just stretching, and all of a sudden she just goes in the frame and just starts smiling. Like, oh, I see you standing here by a garage door. Let me interview you. It's like, what the fuck? But good match. James Ellsworth comes out to distract AJ Styles. AJ Styles throws him through the, over the announcer's table. And courtesy of live footage that people had, people were in John O'Clock shirts for King John Wolf. O'Clock. It's and, John O'Clock, motherfuckers. And you, JBL looked at them, and you just see disgust on his face. Nigerian alpha. Oh. <laughs> what? The Bleecker Street Boys. <laughs> <laughs> better, we're better than the Boulevard Bullies. <laughs> but um, like Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose wins with a catching Dirty Deeds, which sounds like a porno. But um, <laughs> Dirty Deeds. But uh, Dean Ambrose wins. He becomes number one contender, and the meme of the week was a picture of Seth and Roman in the ring. That moment when you realize that the Shield is re- reuniting on Raw, and meanwhile on SmackDown, Dean Ambrose is becoming best friends with James Ellsworth. Is James Ellsworth the new Gilberg? Yes, yes, he is. I think it works for him. Yeah, and I like James Ellsworth a lot, man. It's a good gimmick, and I think they're doing it right. Kurt Hawkins. It's yeah. better than Kurt. Better than Kurt Hawkins. James Ellsworth has a T-shirt before Kurt Hawkins does. He won a match before Kurt Hawkins did. James Ellsworth has more matches under his belt than Kurt Hawkins right now. Now, more people say, oh, Kurt Hawkins in the WWE before. I'm talking about current Kurt Hawkins, not the old one. This one. This is like a retarded version of Goldberg's song. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Gilbert thing. This is like the Gilbert I don't remember it being this. I just remember this voice was saying, Gilbert. But yeah, that was SmackDown for this week. So in your opinion, who won this week? Was it Raw or SmackDown? Because for me personally, it was SmackDown. Me, I will go with Raw. What about you, Cameron? Who won the week? SmackDown. Okay, oh, we're... fuck you, people. Which is amazing, Cameron, because you thought at the start that SmackDown Live... It's SmackDown Live, was... Live actually, Ben, not SmackDown. You thought that SmackDown Live was going to be bullshit when it first started, but it's proven you wrong becoming the better show. Oh, yeah, people. Cameron Sinclair is the one that, on the old Heel Turn Wrestling podcast, he claimed that SmackDown was going to go straight down the shitter. Now, Cameron, would, do you think your viewpoint has changed a little? Good answer. <laughs> Honestly, are you willing to concede that you were wrong? Come on, it's Cameron Sinclair. You think he's going to admit he's wrong? Okay, that's the answer. But, so that, 
So that was Raw SmackDown for this week. Uh, overall, SmackDown won, but in terms yeah. of anything else that happened during in wrestling this week, uh, I gotta say, uh, not a good month for wrestlers in NXT because they are in the middle of the cruise of the Ooh, I NXT. Like uh, yeah, I like Sanity too, but in, they're in the tag team in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic going on in NXT right now. Here's the funny thing about the Tag Team Classic: there have been a total of like four or five injuries plaguing this tournament. The, the team was originally supposed to be Kota Ibushi and Hideo Itami. Yes, Hideo Itami. Hide- Hideo Hidetti. Hideo Itami, get, Hideo Hidetti, shout, shout, out to Matt, shout out to Matt the Daddy Coffin. Shout out to Matt the Daddy Coffin. I'm just going to keep fucking up people's names on purpose tonight. Oh my God, like, we got Ginger My Balls versus Hideo Hidetti. Did you get that from Grimm's Toy Show? Because I'm pretty sure that's what he calls nope. him. On- nope, those are my jokes. <laughs> There's only- I'm more funnier than Grimm. There's only room for one funny fat guy on this show, and it ain't fucking grim. You call me fat? You just call me fat. That's my answer. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. You're making a joke about that at the hog show. Sam, I need to hear this. He's making a joke. It's like, like what's a, what's a Rob Blatt's announcement going to be? Where then Mike jokes, they're banning all fat people from these shows. And then, then Mike is like, well, I guess that means I gotta leave. Cameron knows how to fake a laugh. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But, oh, um, uh, so yeah. Hideo Hidati is hurt. Who else is hurt? Oh, God. Austin, Shinsuke Nakamura, who I love, but kicks fucking Austin Aries upside the head with his stiff kick. And now his, like, skull is, his eye is swollen and his skull is, like, cracked or something. So Austin Aries is out. So his team with Roderick Strong is out of the tournament. The, Roderick Strong had to go one on one with one of the members from TM61 who beat Roderick Strong. So now that means TM61. Great! Great! You just made the list! Because Project Strong just made his debut last week. Let's just... Fuck this tournament. It was Fuck fuck this tournament. Yeah. (laughs) It was fucked up from day one. Yeah, but moving on from that, if only it gets worse, they advertise on NXT that night. Up next, it's going to be Team DIY, Gargano and Champa versus The Revival. I'm like, holy shit, that's going to be amazing! Team DIY comes out, Revival comes out, uh, the 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 bald one. What's his name again? Is that Dash? Scott Dawson. Dawson. Scott, Scott Dawson. Dawson. Who I, both I love the revival so much. Say they, yeah. Not, say yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. Go hard. All day, all night. All night. All my proud southern people who be ready to fight. Say yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So the bald one gets hurt. Yeah, and they come out. They forfeit. And then Team DIY advances. So, so far we've had four tag team tournament matches on this week's episode of NXT, and only two of them were tag team matches. We finally get to the third match on the card, which is uh, Sanity versus uh, Kota Ibushi and his new partner, TJ Perkins. Now, did this match go on? Yes, it did. Can you, let's, do you, did you watch the match? Yes, I did. What do you, Give me I a people review. saying you all were from Illinois. Because I, I missed it. I missed the match. Honestly, 
like as far as like this match goes, I love Sanity. I think it's a great gimmick. I like their theme song. With the police sirens? No, they're, yeah. they're ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, they're, fuck, they're fucking ignorant. They're making fun of uh, number one topic in the, the world. The Undertaker right to return to SmackDown Live's 900th episode. We'll, yeah, we'll, sh- we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Trust me, like, that is something we'll get to. But as far as, like, NXT, like, they have this match. It's the one of the only two tag team matches that actually happens on this show. And it's like, it, it goes well. Um, I forget who went over, but hang on. I'll double check. But Great. Great. You watched the match, but you don't remember who won. I was busy with a lot of shit during this night. Just yeah, bu- yeah. bull fucking move. That's ignorant. Yeah, that is ignorant. Like, what do you think of the? What do you think of the? What do you think of of uh, sanity? Which I love who, which one are you asking? Both? Just the group. Just the group in general. Uh, <laughs> well, let's think. Of, let me think about this for a second. You have. Eric Young, former Who's TNA, good. former TNA World Heavyweight Champion. You got Nikki Cross, who I'm already loving, and you have Wolf and Fulton. Isn't Tommy End one of them? I forget. He didn't even debut yet. All right, sorry. He kind of looks like one of them, oddly enough. He has the same kind of haircut and beard. If Tommy End is in the group, it makes sense. But at, with the group right now, it's it's a slow start. It's a yeah, slow but I think, start. It, I think it could build to something pretty cool because God for God knows the NXT women's division needs all the help it can get, and Nikki Cross will be a good addition to that. Yeah, and also when you think of NXT, because I even said this on the live stream that we did on Facebook, you have Shinsuke Nakamura as your number one babyface, and then behind them you have Ty Dillinger and No Way Fucking Jose. And yeah. then when you look at the heel side, you have Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode. Eric Young and Roderick Strong. So many heels. So many heels, and whatever Big Demo will be, whatever Tommy End Tommy will be. But Shinsuke's well, after Joe. It's probably here's what I'm thinking. It's probably <laughs> it's probably going to be Eric Young first, then Bobby Roode, and then maybe I don't know. Maybe Roderick Strong. Maybe. Yeah. That actually on the new 2K is amazing. Yeah. yeah, moving on from that, like, Sanity goes over. It was a pretty good match, but Sanity wins and advances in the tournament. And then after that, the, the second of the actual two tag team matches that happened, it was, speaking of, No Way Jose and his tag team partner, Rich Swan. Which is a fun tag team. Very fun. And they went up against... Okay, I want you to take a guess how this match went. They went... Two on two with the authors of pain. Oh boy! Hey, listen, I think the authors of pain are cool, but I immediately start. You're laughing. a sucker for stunt shit, are you? Yeah, but here's the thing. I know I, I think the authors of pain are just fine, but I immediately started laughing my goddamn ass off when I found out what their names are: Occam and Razor. Wait, 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 what? Arkham and Razor? <laughs> yeah, they're names. Arkham and Razor. Okay. Sounds One... like his parents were retarded. <laughs> they probably were. One has a name that is from the Batman series. <laughs>
And the other one is a retarded sounding version of Razor. <laughs> Sounds like Bebop and Rocksteady from the Ninja Turtles. Great! That's what- it's honestly, it honestly kind of sounds like giggity-goggity bullshit. Oh, my God. Rockham and Raza. Go get them, Rockham and Raza. Hey, Mike, um, check your phone real quick. I think I sent you a picture of this new thing on 2K and how NXT is just so amazing on it. Oh, how uh, Tamina Snooker is the best playable character in 2K? Who's the best character? Tamina Stuka. That seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, to finish off. <laughs> BSB. <on> BSB. <laughs> best Samoan bits. Oh. You, are, you are fucking ridiculous, man. Seriously. <laughs> this is not even a Samoan theme. <laughs> Is Ray Ramundo showing up on the show? <laughs> no, 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 that's not happening. Yeah, BSB! BSB! I just farted because I was laughing Because so... yeah. I was laughing so hard. Too much information. But, yeah. That, so wait, that... Ben, Ben, who is left, who's left in the Dusty Rhodes classic? Oh, who's, who's left? <laughs> Hang on, I'll read you off who the like the finalists are going to be. The final list or the final two? Yeah, the final the final pairing is going like going into the going into the going into the finals. It's going to be TM sixty one Sanity and Authors of Pain and Team DIY. Hmm. It's a good pairing of tag teams. I just so hope- if I would. Predict the finals. I think it's going to be Gargano and Ciampa against Sanity. That would make that would make the most sense to me, but I don't know. They've they, like NXT and like they could slurp with all oh, the fucking authors of pains, Arkham and Razor. <laughs> Arkham and Razor. Oh my god! No, I lose it every time they try and tell us that that's their names because it's Release just like them now. Release them. I don't give a shit. Release them. <laughs> Release them now. Razor will be your new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. In a month. No, they do that. They would seriously do wait, that. Wait, speaking of TNA, should we discuss all the bullshit that's been going on in the last few weeks? Oh, TNA? Oh, my God. Is it even yeah, well, worth it at this point? Because, no. like, because breaking news did happen today that Billy Corrigan is officially out of TNA wrestling. But I don't think Dixie Carter owns it either. Well, right now, and that's what the court said. Wait, Billy, Bill, Corgan, Billy Corgan's going to be all, like not on screen anymore either? It's uh, basically... As of, as of right now, he's out of TNA because they owe him money and they won't pay him. And the court ruled that what... Because um, apparently Billy Corgan made a deal backstage with Dixie Carter. It was like, I'll give you the money to fund for your tapings. You just got to pay me back. It was verbal. And Billy Corgan then asked for... 95.2% of stake in the company, which is a no-no in legal terms. But, and then, that that's what caused Billy Corgan to get kicked out of uh, TNA. So, TNA lives. Oh, my God. But I I'm suppose, just like... 
I hope it continues because I just want to see where they're going with this whole Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy thing. That's the only thing that makes it worth it every week. Yeah, Cameron, what do you think of broken Matt and Brother Nero? Mm, I like Brother Nero, but... <laughs> it's Jeff Hardy. You don't have no to... shit, Mike. <laughs> no fucking shit. No, you know what? I'm not going to answer your question now, you queer. Wow. Dude. Wow. I thought it was Timmy the Snooker. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to piss off so many people when this episode drops. How am I pissing people off? <laughs> no, not you, Cameron. Dude, it's a fucking wrestling podcast, okay? Don't listen to it if you're going to get offended that easy. And it's and the thing at the start of it says it's for mature audiences only, so fuck. That is true. We gave a warning. We Fair gave enough. a warning. This is not a pod- honestly on our on our new title card, which our which our guy which our friend did for us, which is an amazing new title card. Looks like a '90s hip hop album. Bravo for him. Bravo. Bravo. For him. Thank you so much for that amazing title card. I get a laugh every time I look at it. But yeah, we do have a viewer discretion warning on the podcast poster, so I guess that pretty much keeps us covered for these things. So bear in mind, guys, oh, the General Mission Wrestling Podcast is not associated with any forms of racism or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Just, Bill, the things we said, the me, things... Go on, ahead. Let me, just get, let me just get this clarified. One of the reasons why I'm on this show is just because of my like my crazy personality. Like The reason why I was one of the co-hosts on Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast is not, I know a lot about wrestling, but not really per se my knowledge and my my just my thoughts about the wrestling. It's just more of my, cra- like my crazy personality. So whoever's listening to this, don't... Just take what I say with a grain of salt, with a grain of salt, because I don't. What I say, I don't mean. Yeah, it's all fictitious here. Like, just for example, don't take anything Ray Raymundo says seriously, because that dude is fucking is a fucking asshole. Yeah, nobody, yeah. No one mentioned my name. Nobody, nobody. <laughs> oh God, he broke in again. Get him out oh, of here. Fuck. Get him out of here. Say the name, the law. DJ, get the gun. Get the gun. <laughs> Shoot him again. See, this time it's not gonna work. Oh, the Jesus. law brought some. Get the bazooka! You didn't, even bring you didn't even bring your own soda this time. Get him the fuck out of here. Oh my oh my god, he just got nuked. Oh my lord. Oh my god. I cannot believe that happened. Oh Jesus. Uh. Wow. Okay, Ooh. that might have been a tad excessive, but uh, okay, DJ, you did your job. We'll pay, we'll pay you. We'll pay you. We will pay you. Your checks in the mail for disposing of the problem. Trust me. We'll, we'll pay you in maple beans. We're still getting over our injuries from the fucking Hell in a Cell live stream. We don't need that dude breaking in here every week. Mm. Fucking ridiculous. Sorry, Cameron, for that interruption. But moving on, we... Oh, my lord. (laughs) He's out of the building. You're just shooting at a wall this time. Are you you trying to kill our guest? I'll take that silence as a yes, maybe, but regardless. So, like, Cameron, let me ask you something. Do you feel the wrestling industry as a whole will be better with TNA staying around? Um, yeah, I think it will, because... If you think about it, you'll have people in W like some people that won't fit in WWE, and they'll have a nice spot to go and a place to you know a TV spot. Dude, 
Um, just, I think he'll be good for that aspect. I don't think he'll ever compete with anything big because I just, I don't know. Just, yeah. It's, he, I just think when Hulk Hogan came into the company, it just it killed everything. It's just oh it's always, god, it's, agreed. Do you guys remember? It's always just gonna have a bad name. I feel. Do like. you guys remember when Hulk Hogan gave Abyss the Hall of Fame ring? And he gave Abyss superpowers. I remember Hulk Hogan doing an interview saying that they're going to compete on Monday nights with WWE, which was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that that went so well for them, didn't that it? That lasted for a month. And then they went back to Thursdays. <laughs> that was glorious. Delightful. Because at the time they had Kurt Angle, Sting, Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam. Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, AJ Styles. They had everybody under the fucking sun. And they tried to compete with Raw. And what were they doing at Raw at the time? Well, they had Bret Hart get run over by a car. Yep. Yeah. And that beat TNA still. Yeah. They had Nexus being jobbed out. And that still got over on TNA. Those were the dark times for TNA. Mercifully, they're better now than they were back in like 2010 because fucking Hogan and Jeff Jarrett aren't there anymore. Oh, but Jeff Jarrett's doing whatever the fuck he wants. And Global Force Wrestling is not even running anymore. Oh, God, that lasted that that, that, that lasted the length of a fart. Hey, don't steal my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's a great line. Let me just warn you now that the length of a fart is mine. And ginger my balls is <laughs> Okay. We good? We good. So that pretty much covers like NXT and uh, and TNA. But before we get into the indie update, we have a couple of announcements to make. We do? Yes, we do, Mike. We're going to be doing two very special episodes, one coming up soon and one after the new year. The, yeah. episode, the episode, if you've listened to the show in the past, you may have noticed that Mike holds as a point of pride, mind you, that he has watched pretty much every episode of the short-lived MTV wrestling show, Wrestling Society X. This is true. Yes, I did. Could Mike, can you explain to the people at home, briefly, so we'll save it for when we do get into it full length, but explain to the people at home what Wrestling Society X is. Well, Wrestling Society X was a small show. It lasted 30 minutes a week. And basically, it was your washed-up has-beens that just came out of retirement to wrestle. You had some up-and-coming indies, such as Seth fucking Rollins. Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, was on this show. It's Son, Son of Havoc. Yep. And Matt, Matt Seidel. My lord. <laughs> this show had everybody under the sun. But the reason we're going to do the show is because it's so stupid and it's so funny at the same time in time because that fits our show so, so we're gonna we are be, we're gonna we're be doing throwback thursday and we're gonna wrestling society x is first it's the episode it's gonna be the general it's gonna be general admission society x it's going to be a throwback episode where we're going to be talking at length about gen about wrestling society x and it's going to be a hilarious episode i can already tell yeah and holy shit the dirty mexican warriors going back guys holy shit Oh my it's god. It's gonna take a terrorist to kill me, fuckers! Oh my god. I'm still alive! Get him uh, out of here. How the hell did you do that? Hang on. Oh, I thought that was gonna build up to something. Regardless. Well, wait. nothing happened. Oh, wait. wait. 
Come on, DJ. Give me a heart attack. Raymond, buddy, you better run. Or at least I'll be back soon. Shit! I think that took care of that. Yeah, and we're also, addition with throwback th Throwback Thursdays. To the th throwback Thursdays. We're also at the end of the year after 2017 begins. We are going to be doing our version because the slam is so impartial. And okay, so DJ, I think we got the message. Because the. Uh, we got the message! <laughs> <laughs> because the. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> oh my god. If because you do it one more time, I swear to god. He's gonna do it again. Because the Slammies suck so much and they're completely there, they're us I know where you live. I'll expose you on this show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that shut him up. We're talking about our award show that we're going to be doing at the beginning of 2017. We're going to be doing it about mainly WWE because there's a lot to talk about. Been yeah, and, and, we do, and both me and Ben don't have the time to go through every single New Japan, New Honor, TMA, Fuck You DJ, every wrestling promotion to do this little show. But we're only going to cover WWE because every year for the past, what, 10 years, they do the Slammies and they always suck. Oh, God. And they're always so inaccurate. If you want an idea of how inaccurate the Slammies are, they made Rookie, Roman Reigns. Rookie of the year. Your options are Neville, Kevin Owens, and fucking two other jabronis. Winner, Neville. What? Yeah, that was some BS. That was. That, and then Superstar yeah. of the Year, Roman Reigns. Just made the list. And he was out for the year. Yo, yeah. Oh, my God. I want to kill that. That's ignorant. What yeah, they are ignorant of what the fans Match of the year, John Cena versus The Rock 2. Oh, they're, they're ignorant. No, match they're of ignorant. the year, the, the Elimination Survivor Series match at Survivor <laughs> Series 2014. Yeah, because that was so fucking awesome. Work? Yeah, but like moving Cause, on. Because what else was during that year? Fucking, uh, the fuck else happened that year? Nothing. Nothing. Uh. But yeah, so we're going to be doing our own award show where we're going to have you, the viewers, cast your votes. We're, we're going to provide the options anyway, but we are going to allow the audience at home to vote. And we're, going to ta and we're going to count them all up and we're going to give the results right here on the show in our special little award show edition of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast is that we will lovingly call the Goppy Awards. Yay! So instead of the Slammies this year, you can pop a beer, sit on back, and listen to the GAWP Goppy Awards. And we might even have special guests, too. If Cameron Sinclair is available, he will join us, along with even Ray Ramundo, if he's uh, alive by that point. If Ray yes, Ramundo is still alive, he can, he can join us. Show, Matt I the see. Daddy will be here. Matt the Daddy Did will someone be here. say my name? Get out! Fuck off! And maybe, who knows, maybe the DJ will talk. Maybe the DJ will be revealed at the show. At the show. Instead of just mindlessly shooting people. Yeah, because he already conformed like Donald Trump. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, yeah, before we close things out for the... So, Cameron, have you had a good time tonight? Yes, I have. And I would love to... And I would definitely like to be back. 
And we will have you back anytime soon. Open, sir, open invitation. Open invitation to return. So, but before we get, but before we close out, we like to close out the show each week with the indie I love you, update. Boy. I love you too, you racist bastard. Oh, I, I love I love you too, silly Willie Ben. I hate I hate you both so much. And we love you too, our trigger happy psychotic DJ. DJ, love you long time. You are a treasure. That's the way to say I love you. I assume. One so, shot is yes, two shots is no. Before we get close out the show, we're going to be doing the indie update and much not a lot to talk about. But before, I'd like to talk about one more time since it's coming up right around the corner. It's going to be ICW presents Future Is Now. Give the people what they want. Friday, November 18th, 2016 at the Queensboro Elks Lodge. It's going to twick tickets are just $20. It starts at 7 o'clock. And this show is going to be so amazing. The matches include Matt Tremont versus Ken Broadway in a no disqualification match. Bull James versus Anthony Gangone for the House of Glory Heavyweight Championship. Maxwell Jacob Feinstein versus Rude Boy Riley. Sonny Kiss versus Darius Carter. And the New York Wrecking Crew versus Zoltan, just to name a few. Go to the ICW Wrestling Presents Give the People What They Want Facebook page right now for updates and previews of matches to come. Again, this is an indie show. Card is subject to change. But if you want to see an amazing show with some of, some of the best talent here in New York right now, like I said, Gangone, Darius Carter, Super Savages, Matt Tremont, Ken Broadway, Rude Boy Riley, come on down to the Elks Lodge November 18th, 7 o'clock, 20 bucks at the door, 40 for front row. It is going to be an amazing show. And I cannot wait to, be, I cannot wait to see that. Can you, Mike? I can't wait for Finn Wrestling. Oh, yeah. F-I-N. Future is now wrestling. November 18th, Queensboro Elks Lodge. It is going to be an amazing show. Come on down. And by the way, if you buy the tickets online, you can get an exclusive collector's edition ticket with wrestlers such as Caveman, Monty, Anthony Gangone, Darius Carter, Sonny Kiss on them. You can get these collectible tickets that will not be available at the door. And if you buy more than four, you'll get, a, you'll get a deal with them. And they have great designs. So if you buy them online, you'll get these collectible tickets, which is, going, which is such a great idea. So fuck, fuck Tier 1 Wrestling. Shots fired indeed. Yeah, if you wanted the Tier 1 Wrestling House of Glory crossover special we never got, come to Futures Now Wrestling. It's going to be an amazing show. And of course, we have uh, the House of Glory Student Showcase coming up in December, and of course, House of Glory sixth anniversary with the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys coming up, which is going to be an amazing show. Cannot wait for that. So I think that does it for the indie update for this week. I cannot wait for the next. Can't wait for futures now. Cannot wait for the next Hog shows. Do you have an indie show that you would like us to talk about and plug on the show? Comment on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page what you would like us to talk about, and we'll mention it on the show. We'll give you a little plug. So I think that wraps it up for us here at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I had a great time tonight, despite more interruptions and more shots fired. How did, yeah. What did you think of the today's episode? What did you think of tonight's episode, Mike? It was a, it was a great episode. Thank you, Cameron Sinclair, for joining us. No problem. And do you want to plug your social media? Nope, I don't want anybody following me. Fuck people. That's okay. That's that's, that's the same old Cameron that I know and love. Ben, the same. 
Ben, let's plug our shit if Cameron doesn't want to do his. We're going to plug our shit. You can follow us. We have a lot more social media to plug this time. You can follow yeah, us. Yeah, we were busy this week. We did we shit. Were, we were busy boys this week. Our friend hooked us up not only an Instagram, but Twitter account, which I cannot even fathom. But in addition to uh, in, in addition to our Facebook and our Twitter, we have an Instagram account. So you can follow us on Instagram at the G A W P Show on Instagram. We'll have updates there uh, semi regularly. But if you want the most frequent updates, you can go follow us on Twitter at at the G A W P Show on Twitter. We'll have updates. We'll be plugging indie shows. We'll be announcing when the next episode will be and we'll be posting the new episodes there and if you want more uh, long updates with videos included or a backlog of videos and links to episodes you can follow us on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast and we frequently post on the Heel Turn Wrestling Podcast on the uh, Heel Turn Wrestling Facebook page you can follow us there you can follow that page too and we always post updates there as well so follow all of that you can get the instant scoop on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast where we're going to be and when the new episodes will be up yeah, and if you go to our Twitter page right now on Twitter, you see the Avenging Bent get bitched at by Darius Carter. This is true. Earlier today, I called out Mr. Darius Carter. Which he should have, but And he that did. guy tore me a new asshole uh, live on Twitter, so go check Yay! that out. <laughs> what the fuck was that? No, those were member berries. Member those are member berries from South Park. Go Google it. It's hilarious. But I think that wraps it up for us here at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Cameron, thank you for being on, man. You want to say something to the people before we close it out? I'm not racist. Okay, I think that All of it. us aren't. All of us aren't racist. So let's, let's, all, let's all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. See, Ben yeah. is so easy to fool. He just did it by himself. I don't really care because I have an awesome voice. But as always... I am Avenging Ben. And I'm Homebook Mike. And thank you again for listening to another insane episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to join the madness. You guys have a sick night. Have a good one. See ya. The law is always watching. <laughs> Street motherfuckers! In the hard work! Bro, like you are good, in a like one-sided good, argument all like by good, yourself, bro. Like bro, my good friend let me, tell you, let me tell you, bro. I created the attitude era. What did you create? Do the math, bro. I don't see you run I didn't see your name on the fucking name of people who wrote for WCW. You don't know how to read. You don't know how to read, you retard. And you don't know how to book bullshit, you motherfucker. You're the one to put a Viagra on a pole match, you son. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> and you're the mother, and you're the mother, and you think, and you think Loki is like the worst wrestler ever, you dumb bastard. Giggity goggity bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>